Senator, uh, you are a moderate Democrat or a conservative Democrat. Uh, you've been very central to so many legislative compromises between the Democrats and Republicans since 2010, but especially since uh, Biden took office. Is this dysfunction worse that we're seeing this week than what you've seen in the past? And, and who do you ultimately blame for the failure of the border bill to become law? Well, let me just say this. First of all, Jake, I'm an American. I think that's how most of us should be feeling right now. What do we do to bring our country together? Next of all, what we saw on the floor today of the United States Senate, which I can't even imagine. You've been covering it so many different ways and angles, and I think you've been spot on. This reaffirms why I did not run for re-election, because I have come to the conclusion we're not going to fix the political posturing in Washington, here in Congress, from Washington. It'll be fixed from outside of Washington. This is absolutely unheard of, what you saw happen, and a reversal of absolutely proportion that we've never seen before. 18,000 Border Patrol agents have all said this would be the best bill they've ever seen in at least the last two decades or more. It'll control the border. It stops catch and release. It's changing the, uh, the interpretation and definition of asylum. It holds people. It doesn't put anybody back in our country. It puts 1,800 new agents out and 1,500 new ICE agents out in the country to make sure that we adjudicate as quickly as possible people that have been let go to make sure whether they deserve to be here or not. All these things as everybody's talked about forever. Now, they're blaming the Biden administration. They have a right to. Um, the Biden administration from day one I've disagreed with on their border. But when you have a chance to, ch to change and everyone come to an agreement with President Biden and everyone else agreeing that this bill will give us the tools to secure our border and politics raises its ugly head, absolutely it's from the bowels of, of wherever to say, no, I'm sorry, that's not going to be good for my politics. Well, I'm sorry to all of my friends and colleagues. This is for America. This is good for our country. Start yeah. putting your country before yourself. Quit worrying about being a Democrat or Republican and getting reelected. If you have to do this to get reelected, then you shouldn't want to serve. So just to be clear, though, what Mitt Romney said, and I, I haven't seen any compelling argument to the contrary, is that the reason that this was going to fail, he said a few days ago, was because Donald Trump wants the issue to run on against Biden and would rather have that. And, and many seem... Many Republicans seem to acquiesce to that. Is that your understanding of why this all happened? Well, that's the appearance of what happened because basically it was moving down a pathway of, pa of passing. Uh, when you put James Langford, who's the most, one of the most sincere conservatives you're ever going to meet, with the values and morals of any human being would be happy to have and aspire to, and do what he did for the sake of our country, and put this out there and negotiated hard and got a bill that basically shut the border, secured our borders. And our Democrat friends who worked with him, the president who supported it, knowing that he's to blame for where we are today, but we're going to fix it, mm. and now saying you're not going to fix it? Trust me, it's worse to do what we did today and not fixing something that we knew needed to be fixed than someone making a mistake and letting it get to where it got to. So That's the problem, Jake. Senate Republican Leader McConnell's facing an open revolt from some uh, of the conservative hardline senators because he was willing to work with Democrats on the border crisis. Senator Ted Cruz yesterday called on McConnell 
to step down. Uh, McConnell told Politico, quote, the reason we've been talking about the border is because they wanted to, the persistent critics. You can't pass a bill without dealing with a Democratic president and a Democratic Senate, unquote. How would you rate McConnell's leadership on this issue? Well, first of all, Jake, I have more respect for, for Mitch McConnell today doing what he thinks is right and doing what is truly right for our country because he and I have had our differences philosophically and ideology-wise. I understand that. But he understands this process. He understands the Senate. He's defending the filibuster, which I defend with every breath I have in me. He's now basically looking at we have to work together because the filibuster allows us and mandates that we do that. And that's what keeps this country different and any other place in the world. And the Senate is a special place. He gets that. I have more respect for him stepping up, trying to push his, his uh, caucus, if you will, mm -hmm. in that direction. I cannot believe that they have done what they did. I've always said this. If I can go home and explain it, Jake, I'm fine with it. No president's going to tell me what to do. No leader of any party is going to tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. And I've been that person. I always will be. For someone to threaten that you're going to defeat me if I don't vote the way you want me to, then go ahead and defeat me. I wouldn't want to be here anyway. So you alluded to earlier in this conversation how Washington's not going to be fixed from the inside. It needs to be fixed from the outside. Right. And that's why you're not running for re-election to the Senate. But CNN is reporting that you have privately told people in terms of whether or not you're going to run for president that a Joe Biden health scare or a Donald Trump conviction could give you an opening to run for president as an independent. Obviously, we do not know when or if either of those events will yeah. happen. You're only 32 days away from the independent candidate filing deadline in two states, North Carolina and Utah. What is your deadline for making a decision? Well, Jake, I said, look at Super Tuesday. I think Super Tuesday will define what we have and what we're dealing with. I, there's so many good people. And I would like to see the grand old party be grand again. I would like to see the Democratic Party be that responsible, sensible, voice of the people again and we've got everyone going to the extremes and they continue to get driven further apart I'm gonna do everything in my power any way I possibly can as my daughter and all of us are working together Americans together bringing people back together let them know that your voice is going to count change how the, the character of the people you send here the people that will put their country before themselves or their party they should not be a slave to the party you know and I, I keep remembering the 1796 I've read where George Washington says, beware of the political parties. They will usurp the power from the people. That's exactly what's happening. The parties have become greater than the means. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, always good to have you on, sir. I'm sorry that it's uh, under uh, such disappointing conditions. Jake, it's more than disappointing. It's dangerous, extremely dangerous what we're doing today. This has to be reversed and the people should demand it. Those who said they were going to vote, it was the greatest bill that they'd ever seen. It's finally we're fixing it and then backed away in 24 hours because someone or led them to believe that it'll be harmful to their political career. Ask them why, who sent them, who they work for. Senator Joe Manchin, good to see you, sir. Coming up Thank next, you. the case Donald Trump is bringing before the U.S. Supreme Court.